Chapter 4, verses 9 through 21. Of Catina Aria, Gospel of St. Luke, Part 1, by St. Thomas Aquinas. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Verses 9 through 13. And he brought him to Jerusalem, and set him on a pinnacle of the temple, and said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down from hence. For it is written, He shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. And Jesus answering said unto him, It is said, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. And when the devil had ended all the temptation, he departed from him for a season. Ambrose, the next weapon he uses is that of boasting, which always causes the offender to fall down. For they who love to boast of the glory of their virtue descend from the stand and vantage ground of their good deeds. Hence it is said, and he led him to Jerusalem. Origen, he followed evidently as a wrestler, gladly setting out to meet the temptation, and saying, as it were, lead me where you will, and you will find me the stronger in everything. Ambrose, it is the fate of boasting that while a man thinks he is climbing higher, he is by his pretension to lofty deeds brought low. Hence it follows, and he said unto him, If thou art the Son of God, throw thyself down. Athanasius, the devil entered not into a contest with God, for he durst not, and therefore said, If thou art the Son of God. But he contended with man whom once he had power to deceive. Ambrose, that is truly the devil's language, which seeks to cast down the soul of man from the high ground of its good deeds, while he shows at the same time both his weakness and malice. For he can injure no one that does not first cast himself down. For he who, forsaking heavenly things, pursues earthly, rushes, as it were, willfully, down the self-sought precipice of a falling life. As soon then as the devil perceived his dart blunted, he who had subdued all men to his own power began to think he had to deal with more than man. But Satan transforms himself into an angel of light, and often from the holy scriptures weaves his mesh for the faithful. Hence it follows, It is written, He shall give, etc. Origen, Whence knowest thou, Satan, that those things are written? Hast thou read the prophets or the oracles of God? Thou hast read them indeed, but not that thyself mightest be the better for the reading, but that from the mere letter thou mightest slay them who are friends to the letter. Thou knowest that if thou wert to speak from his other books, thou wouldest not deceive. Ambrose, let not the heretic entrap thee by bringing examples from the scriptures. The devil makes use of the testimony of the scriptures, not to teach, but to deceive. Origen, but mark how wily he is, even in his testimony. For he would fain throw a slur upon the glory of the Savior, as though he needed the assistance of angels, and would stumble were he not supported by their hands. But this was said not of Christ, but of the angels generally. He needs not the aid of angels. Who is greater than angels? But let this teach thee, Satan, that the angels would stumble did not God sustain them. 
and thou stumblest because thou refusest to believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of God. But why art thou silent as to what follows? Thou shalt walk upon the asp and the basilic, except that thou art the basilic, thou art the dragon and the lion. Ambrose, but the Lord, to prevent the thought that those things which had been prophesied of him were fulfilled according to the devil's will, and not by the authority of his own divine power, again so foils his cunning, that he who had alleged the testimony of Scripture should by Scripture himself be overthrown. Hence it follows, And Jesus answering said, It is said, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Chrysostom, For it is of the devil to cast oneself into dangers, and try whether God will rescue us. Cyril, God gives not help to those who tempt him, but to those who believe on him. Christ, therefore, did not show his miracles to them that tempted him, but said to them, An evil generation seeketh a sign, and no sign shall be given to them. Chrysostom, but mark how the Lord, instead of being troubled, condescends to dispute from the scriptures with the wicked one, that thou, as far as thou art able, mightest become like Christ. The devil knew the arms of Christ, beneath which he sunk. Christ took him captive by meekness. He overcame him by humility. Do thou also, when thou seest a man who has become a devil coming to meet thee, subdue him in like manner. Teach thy soul to conform its words to those of Christ. For as a Roman judge, who on the bench refuses to hear the reply of one who knows not how to speak as he does, so also Christ, except thou speakest after his manner, will neither hear thee nor protect thee. Gregory of Nisa. In lawful contests, the battle is terminated either when the adversary surrenders of his own accord to the conqueror, or is defeated in all three falls, according to the rules of the art of fighting. Hence it follows, and all the temptation being completed, etc. Ambrose, he would not have said that all the temptation was ended, had there not been in the three temptations which have been described the materials for every crime. For the causes of temptations are the causes of desire, namely, the delight of the flesh, the pomp of vainglory, greediness of power. Athanasius, the enemy came to him as man, but not finding in him the marks of his ancient seed, he departed. Ambrose, you see then that the devil is not obstinate on the field, is wont to give way to true virtue, and if he ceases not to hate, he yet dreads to advance, for so he escapes a more frequent defeat. As soon then as he heard the name of God, he retired, it is said, for a season. For afterwards he comes not to tempt, but to fight openly. Theophylact. Or, having tempted him in the desert with pleasure, he retires from him until the crucifixion, when he was about to tempt him with sorrow. Maximus. Or the devil had prompted Christ in the desert to prefer the things of the world to the love of God the Lord commanded him to leave him, which itself was a mark of divine love. It was afterwards then enough to make Christ appear the false advocate of love to his neighbors, and therefore, while he was teaching the paths of life, the devil stirred up the Gentiles and Pharisees to lay traps for him that he might be brought to hate them.
but the Lord, from the feeling of love which he had towards them, exhorted, reproved, ceased not to bestow mercy upon them. Augustine, the whole of this narrative Matthew relates in a similar manner, but not in the same order. It is uncertain, therefore, which took place first, whether the kingdoms of the earth were first shown unto him, and he was afterwards taken up to the pinnacle of the temple, or whether this came first and the other afterwards. It matters little, however, which, as long as it is clear that they all took place. Maximus, but the reason why one evangelist places this event first, and another that, is because vainglory and covetousness give birth in turn to one another. Origin, but John, who had commenced his gospel from God, saying, In the beginning was the word, did not describe the temptation of the Lord, because God cannot be tempted, of whom he wrote, but because in the Gospels of Matthew and Luke the human generations are given, and in Mark it is man who is tempted, therefore Matthew, Luke, and Mark have described the temptation of the Lord. Verses 14 through 21. And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee, and there went out a fame of him through all the region round about. And he taught in their synagogues, being glorified of all. And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day, and stood up for to read. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book, and he gave it again to the minister, and sat down. And the eyes of all of them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him. And he began to say unto them, This day is the scripture fulfilled in your ears. Origin. The Lord having overcome the tempter, power was added to him, i.e., as far as regards the manifestation of it. Hence it is said, And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit. Bede. By the power of the Spirit he means showing forth of miracles. Cyril. Now he performed miracles not from any external power, and from having, as it were, the acquired grace of the Holy Spirit, as other saints, but rather as being by nature the Son of God, and partaking of all things which are the Father's. He exercises as by his own power and operation that grace which is of the Holy Spirit. But it was right that from that time he should become known, and that the mystery of his humanity should shine forth among those who were of the seed of Israel. It therefore follows, and his fame went out, and because wisdom belongs to teaching, but power to works, both are joined here, as it follows, and he taught in the synagogue. Synagogue, which is a Greek word, is rendered in Latin congregatio. By this name, then, the Jews were accustomed to call not only the gathering together of people, but also the house where they met together to hear the word of God as we call by the name of church, both the place and the company of the faithful. 
But there is this difference between the synagogue, which is called congregation, and the church, which is interpreted convocation, that flocks and cattle and anything else can be gathered together in one, but only rational beings can be called together. Accordingly, the apostolic doctors thought right to call a people which was distinguished by the superior dignity of a new grace rather by the name of church than synagogue. But rightly also was the fact of his being magnified by those present proved, by actual evidence of word and deed, as it follows, and he was magnified by all. Origin. But you must not think that they only were happy, and that you are deprived of Christ's teaching. For now also, throughout the world, he teaches through his instruments, and is now more glorified by all men. Then at that time, when those only in one province were gathered together, Cyril, he communicates the knowledge of himself to those among whom he was brought up according to the flesh, as it follows, and he came to Nazareth, Theophylact, that he might teach us to benefit and instruct first our brethren, then to extend our kindness to the rest of our friends. Bede, they flocked together on the Sabbath day in the synagogues, that resting from all worldly occupations, they might set themselves down with a quiet mind to meditate on the precepts of the law. Hence it follows, and he entered, as was his custom, on the Sabbath day into the synagogue. Ambrose, the Lord in everything so humbled himself to obedience that he did not despise even the office of a reader. As it follows, and he rose up to read, and there was delivered unto him the book, etc., he received the book indeed, that he might show himself to be the same who spoke in the prophets, and that he might stop the blasphemies of the wicked, who say that there is one God of the Old Testament, another of the New, or who say that Christ had his beginnings from a virgin. For how did he begin from a virgin who spoke before that virgin was? Origin. He opens not the book by chance, and finds a chapter containing a prophecy of himself, but by the providence of God. Hence it follows, and when he had opened the book, he found the place, etc. Athanasius. He says this to explain to us the cause of the revelation made to the world, and of his taking upon him the human nature. For as the Son, though he is the giver of the Spirit, does not refuse to confess as man that by the Spirit he casts out devils. So, inasmuch as he was made man, he does not refuse to say, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Cyril, in like manner we confess him to have been anointed, inasmuch as he took upon him our flesh, as it follows, because he hath anointed me. For the divine nature is not anointed, but that which is cognate to us. So also, when he says that he was sent, we must suppose him speaking of his human nature. For it follows, he hath sent me to preach the gospel to the poor. Ambrose, you see the Trinity co-eternal and perfect. The scripture speaks of Jesus as perfect God and perfect man. It speaks of the Father and the Holy Spirit, who is shown to be a cooperator when, in a bodily form, as a dove, he descended upon Christ. Origin. By the poor he means the Gentile nations, for they were poor, possessing nothing at all, having neither God, nor law, nor prophets, 
nor justice and the other virtues. Ambrose, or he is anointed all over with spiritual oil and heavenly virtue, that he might enrich the poverty of man's condition with the everlasting treasure of his resurrection. Bede, he is sent also to preach the gospel to the poor, saying, Blessed are the poor, for yours is the kingdom of heaven. Cyril, for perhaps to the poor in spirit he declares in these words, that among all the gifts which are obtained through Christ, upon them was bestowed a free gift. It follows, to heal the brokenhearted. He calls those brokenhearted who are weak of an infirm mind, and unable to resist the assaults of the passions. And to them he promises a healing remedy. Basil, or he came to heal the brokenhearted, i.e. to afford a remedy to those that have their heart broken by Satan through sin, because beyond all other things, sin lays prostrate the human heart. Bede, or because it is written, a broken and a contrite heart, God will not despise. He says, therefore, that he is sent to heal the brokenhearted, as it is written, who heals the brokenhearted. It follows, and to preach deliverance to the captives. Chrysostom, the word captivity has many meanings. There is a good captivity which St. Paul speaks of when he says, bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. There is a bad captivity also, of which it is said, leading captive silly women laden with sins. There is a captivity present to the senses, that is, by our bodily enemies. But the worst captivity is that of the mind, of which he here speaks. For sin exercises the worst of all tyrannies, commanding to do evil, and destroying them that obey it. From this prison of the soul, Christ lets us free. Theophylact, but these things may be understood also of the dead, who being taken captive, have been loosed from the dominion of hell by the resurrection of Christ. It follows, in recovering of sight to the blind. Cyril, for the darkness which the devil has spread over the human heart, Christ the Son of Righteousness has removed making men, as the Apostle says, children not of night and darkness, but of light and the day. For they who one time wandered have discovered the path of the righteous. It follows, to set at liberty them that are bruised. Origin, for what has been so shattered and dashed about as man, who was set at liberty by Jesus and healed? Bede, or to set at liberty them that are bruised i.e. to relieve those who had been heavy laden with the intolerable burden of the law. Origin. But all these things were mentioned first, in order that after the recovery of sight from blindness, after deliverance from captivity, after being healed of diverse wounds, we might come to the acceptable year of the Lord. As it follows, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Some say that according to the simple meaning of the word, the Savior preached the gospel throughout Judea in one year, and that this is what is meant by preaching the acceptable year of the Lord. Or the acceptable year of the Lord is the whole time of the church, during which, while present in the body, it is absent from the Lord. Bede, for not only was that year acceptable in which our Lord preached, but that also in which the apostle preaches, saying, Behold, now is the accepted time. After the acceptable year of the Lord, he adds, 
and the day of retribution, that is, the final retribution, when the Lord shall give to every one according to his work. Ambrose, or by the acceptable year of the Lord, he means this day extended through endless ages, which knows of no return to a world of labor, and grants to men everlasting reward and rest. It follows, and he closed the book, and he gave it again. Bede, he read the book to those who were present to hear him, but having read it, he returned it to the minister. For while he was in the world, he spoke openly, teaching in the synagogues and in the temple. But about to return to heaven, he committed the office of preaching the gospel to those who from the beginning were eyewitnesses and ministers of the word. He read standing, because while explaining these scriptures, which were written of him, he condescended to work in the flesh. But having returned the book, he sits down, because he restored himself to the throne of heavenly rest. For standing is the part of the workman, but sitting of one who is resting or judging. So also let the preacher of the word rise up and read, and work and preach, and sit down, i.e., wait for the reward of rest. But he opens the book and reads, because sending the Spirit, he taught his church all truth. Having shut the book, he returned it to the minister, because all things were not to be said unto all. But he committed the word to the teacher, to be dispensed according to the capacity of the hearers. It follows, and the eyes of all in the synagogue were fastened on him. Origin. And now also, if we will, our eyes can look upon the Savior. For when you direct your whole heart to wisdom, truth, and the contemplation of the only begotten Son of God, your eyes behold Jesus. Cyril. But then he turned the eyes of all men upon him, wondering how he knew the writing which he had never learnt. But since it was the custom of the Jews to say that the prophecies spoken of Christ are completed either in certain of their chiefs, i.e. their kings, or in some of their holy prophets, the Lord made this announcement, as it follows, But he began to say unto them that this scripture is fulfilled. Bede, because in fact, as that scripture had foretold, the Lord was both doing great things and preaching greater. End of chapter 4, verses 9 through 21.